Hello, everyone, and welcome to the weekly update. Brandify's podcast where we focus on recent changes and updates in the local search space in order to help you prepare for the week ahead. I'm Dustin Hayes, Director of Marketing at Brandify, and I'm joined by my co-host, Damian Rawlson, Brandify's VP of Product Strategy. Thanks for joining us today. Now let's jump into your weekly update. Hello. In our first item for this week, you may have seen the news last week that Uber has acquired the rival uh, delivery platform Postmates for $2.65 billion. So Uber is going to continue to run Postmates as a separate brand, they say, although they may introduce some operational changes that uh, link the two on the back end, uh, such as having the same drivers deliver for both services. This is uh, news that follows Uber's previous attempt to acquire Grubhub, which was purchased ultimately by a European uh, platform called Just Eat Takeaway for $7.3 billion. Uber also released its uh, quarterly report recently showing that in the last quarter, Uber Eats grew 52%. Uh, amidst declines in Uber's ride-sharing business. So delivery of food is really something that Uber is um, emphasizing these days, along with uh, obviously many other companies. And in a parallel space, uh, the the grocery delivery space, there's a new report out from Brick Meets Click and Mercatus showing that online grocery ordering has actually continued to grow into the month of June. So they're looking at June data and observing that online grocery sales actually hit a record in June of $7.2 billion in the United States, which is up 9% from May. Uh, The U.S. customer base for online grocery sales grew to 45.6 million in June, which is compared to only 16.1 million back in August of 2019. So quite a bit of growth in that space. However, it's important to remember that online grocery orders are still less than 10% of all grocery shopping. So although the growth has been significant, uh, most people do still order groceries or purchase groceries rather uh, in the physical store. Google My Business has expanded its appointment booking functionality to allow businesses to include more than one appointment booking link in their GMB profile. A quick walk through the user experience indicates that the functionality may simply be in testing by Google at this point as the appointment links are listed out as full URLs, which may make it challenging for consumers to understand the difference between each of the different appointment booking links. There's a new report from Crystal Tang on the Local U blog, which uh, shows that restaurants have been given more control over third-party food ordering links. So uh, for a few years now, there have been uh, food ordering uh, buttons or links from providers like DoorDash that have been appearing in uh, Google restaurant profiles. And restaurants have been somewhat frustrated by these because they're unable to modify or remove the links without uh, reaching out to the vendor to make that request. So it's not very efficient. Um, They uh, still do need to reach out to vendors in order to remove links entirely. But um, in Google My Business now, restaurants can log in and see uh, all of the links that are available to uh, be published in their profile. They can add their own delivery link, um, which was true before, but now they can mark that delivery link as the preferred link. Uh, when they do that, um, all order links will show 
in a list in the knowledge panel and in mobile search. And the one that's marked as preferred will show a note that says preferred by this business. So that does help the um, order link that the, uh, the, that the restaurant prefers uh, to be a little bit more prominent. Um, and it's also true now that logging into GMB, you can opt out entirely of what's called food ordering by Google, which is the service that places the uh, order delivery button in knowledge panels and elsewhere. There's a very prominent button that initiates a workflow where uh, customers can order delivery uh, through a Google interface and then choose which delivery service they'd like to go with, whether it's DoorDash or one of the others. Uh, so you can actually disable that entirely by going to the GMB dashboard and, and opting out of that service. A recent Search Engine Watch article highlights five Google trends that illustrate the impact of COVID-19 on consumer search behavior. Not surprisingly, the article calls out increases for things like grocery shopping, uh, inquiries around store hours, large increases for contactless services such as delivery and payments and curbside pickup, as well as surge in interest around remote work. Interestingly, although Google Trends shows a large spike in these searches early on in the pandemic, we do not see any sort of return to normal levels or pre-pandemic levels, indicating that this may be the new normal. We reported a few months ago on Walmart's plans to launch a new subscription service called Walmart Plus. The plans were put on hold a bit by the um, early phase of the pandemic. But we now hear that Walmart will launch the Walmart Plus service at some point in July. Uh, this is a $98 per year subscription service, and it's going to have several benefits, somewhat competitive with Amazon Prime. But there is a difference because Walmart is emphasizing uh, what it can do from the local store location that, that may be nearby you that's a little bit different from, from Amazon's offering. So, for instance, uh, the perks of Walmart Plus membership include unlimited same-day deliveries of groceries or other merchandise at the store, uh, fuel discounts at Walmart gas stations, and uh, also early access to deals. And it's anticipated that Walmart Plus members will be able to get access to a service called Scan and Go that will allow shoppers to check out without having to wait in line. So these are some of the offerings um, it's unknown yet whether the service will roll out to all stores at the same time or just a few. So stay tuned for further news on that. The healthcare industry has seen a significant boom in the popularity of virtual appointments, also known as telehealth, due to the coronavirus pandemic. Now, a new study by Accenture is showing that 63% of those who had a video appointment since the onset of the pandemic are saying they received good to excellent care. Another 47% said that their communication with providers was more personalized than with in-office appointments, and 60% felt that trust in their provider had increased. These indicators suggest that telehealth may be in the process of becoming a permanent fixture in doctor-patient relationships. Great. Well, thank you all for listening. Be sure to check us out on Brandify.com and the Brandify blog, where you can find more information about the topics we've covered here today. You can also subscribe to the weekly update from your favorite podcast service so you never miss an episode. I'm Dustin Hayes, along with Damian Rollison, and we'll see you next time on the Weekly Update.